Hey you, welcome to the Even in Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh boy. Yep. Romans again. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, Romans speaks to me. Like I cannot believe how powerful it is in my life. So I don't know yet what I'm going to title this episode, but I think it's something like something to do with whether or not it is sin to cheat on your diet. And if that resonates with you, then this is the episode you needed to hear right now. So this morning as I was reading Romans, I'm I'm in Romans 14, 20, and I landed myself on verses 22 and 23, and I had to pull over and park the car. This is what it says. It says, blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. But if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it. For you are not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. I mean, let that sink in for a quick minute. There's just so much conviction in those two scriptures. I mean, don't you think? There's just so much conviction that I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) I mean, isn't it quite, isn't it just amazing how scripture can just speak to us and meet us where we are? And, you know, I mean, here we are. We're reading God's word and we're trying to steer clear of all of the actions that are forbidden by scripture. But sometimes scripture is silent on certain topics. And when that happens, we should follow our conscience. And I love how this particular scripture kind of leaves no room for just lack of clarity, if you will. But today we're going to talk a little bit about following our conscience and how to, how to, how to walk in the spirit, as I always say, and it's how to walk in the spirit as we learn to invite God into our weight loss journey. So I want to highlight how this particular scripture, these scriptures that I'm sharing with you today, say that we're blessed when we don't feel guilty for doing something that we've decided is right. But it says, but, (laughs) but if we have doubts about whether or not we should eat something, that, th- that we're sinning if we do it. I mean, what? I mean, that's from the Bible. Like, did you know that was in the Bible? I mean, have you ever started? Okay, let's talk about this. Have you ever started a diet and you knew what you wanted to eat? And then like, you know, you saw the food that you shouldn't be eating, but you knew you wanted to eat it. Okay. And then you ate it without caring about whether or not you should. I mean, when we cheat on our diets, we know we shouldn't do it but we do it anyhow. And the scripture says that if you do anything that you believe is not right, you are sinning. So we need to begin our discussion today with the definition of sin. We sin when we know what we should do and we don't do it. That comes straight out of James 4.17. And it supports everything that I'm sharing with you today from Romans 14, which is telling us the same thing, basically. And I believe it applies to us when we're trying to lose weight. You might still be asking, like, how does that apply? Okay, Sherry, please kind of bring it full circle because I'm still having a hard time telling my cravings no. Well, as the scripture says in Romans, as it outlines, 
It's in our knowing. It's in our conscience. We all have a conscience. We all have that inner knowing, if you will, that conscious awareness of what we are doing when we cheat on our diets. But how do you stop doing it, right? I mean, that's the question. Isn't that what we're all after? So how do you stop cheating on your diet? How do you actually activate listening to your conscience? When we cheat on our diet sometimes, we like to call it self-sabotage. And and we feel stuck in our habitual state of sabotage. Do you agree with that? Like, do you ever find yourself sabotaging yourself? Or maybe you just think of yourself as a foodie. <laughs> I hear a lot of my clients saying that. You don't understand, Sherry. I just like food a lot. I'm a foodie. If you're a foodie, you're somebody who can't say no to certain foods. And in that kind of definition, with that perspective, many of us, <clears throat> find it acceptable to be stuck because after all, we're foodies. Whatever it is, it's the very thing that is keeping you stuck in your fat pants. You already know what you shouldn't be eating. But could this perpetual state of cheating actually be a sin? I mean, Romans 14, 23 says that not following your convictions is a sin to you. So, I mean, what are your convictions about food anyhow? When you're trying to lose weight, what are your convictions about food? What are your convictions, like your strong beliefs about what you should or shouldn't do while you're trying to be obedient to your meal plan? And for that matter, what has God convicted you on regarding your food? What has he been saying to you about your weight loss? It's very likely, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know that I, I encourage Christian women to invite God into their weight loss journey. It's not just a one and done prayer. No, it is not that at all. It is a daily engagement. For some of us, it's even hourly. Romans 14, 23 says with no uncertain terms that if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you eat it. I mean, like right there is our answer. For you are not following your convictions, it says. So what are these convictions of yours? You likely have strong beliefs about food, but perhaps perhaps you've never even slowed down or paused for a moment to think about them. Most of us have strong convictions about our love for our food. That's not the problem here. We need to understand what God is trying to say to our hearts in terms of what we know about the wrong foods and in that knowing are the real convictions worthy of our discussion today. Many of us don't know how to obediently live in alignment with these convictions once we even identify them. So, has God convicted you in any area regarding your food? Has he brought, has he brought to your attention any errors or truths about the food that you're maybe just mildly ignoring? For me, I received a whole bunch of conviction in my heart about wine. Full disclosure, I've shared this with you. You know, it was once I found myself able to finally seek God to, to like just step away from the wine bottle, I was able, able to invite him in and step away from food. So I received a lot of conviction in my heart about wine. I used to run to it, run to the wine every time my life was hard instead of God. And when I prayed for God to help me lose weight, he convicted me about the role that wine was serving in my life, the role that wine had in my life. And he showed me the effects 
that it was having on my mind and on my body. And he also pointed out to me how it was affecting my family in ways that I had never even considered. I was so convicted and convinced that I had to just simply walk away from it. I had to walk away from my reliance on it, on the wine, being the very thing that made me, it was the very thing that made me feel better instead of asking God for help. So what has God convicted what has God convicted you about on your menu? Is he speaking to you about the Friday night pizza that derails you every weekend? Or maybe the endless bowl of chips and salsa, guilty as charged here. Or what about the nightly bowl of ice cream that you go to for comfort before bed? Hmm, I, I remember that life. Romans fourteen twenty three says that if we have doubts about something, it is a sin if we lean into it and we eat it anyhow. You likely know what food stands out really in, in the doubt category, if you will. Foods that you know you should not eat. You don't just doubt that you should need it. You know you should need it, but you still do it. These are the foods that are giving you comfort or maybe even taking up residence in your thoughts with some degree of frequency. So I have a question. Okay, I have a question for you. In the past... As you've set out to lose weight and you've chosen a meal plan to follow, you know, whatever it was, have you ever found yourself cheating and then reasoning the cheat because you had a life situation that supported just eating the cheat food? <laughs> maybe it was, you know, a birthday party or a wedding or maybe just a really bad day, like full out bad day at work or with the kids or whatever. Whatever it is, you have a doubt about whether or not you should eat, should have eaten the food. And yet, what does Romans 14 say about that? Oh yeah, it's a sin if you eat it. And what does the Bible say are the wages of sin? What is the cost of that cheat? Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin are death. No, I'm not saying that eating lasagna and drinking a Diet Coke followed by just three little bites of your husband's pizza, piece of birthday cake won't kill you but it does kill your ability to lose weight, doesn't it? It does keep you from truly walking in obedience to the plan that you've chosen to follow. We are never free of the consequences of our choices. I encourage you to pray about what I'm sharing with you today because it is my belief that when we are weak around food and we're trying to lose weight, we are not horribly bad people. We just haven't learned yet how to invite God fully into our weight loss journey. And you know, when we invite him in, he convicts us of the truth. And when we see the truth, when we see what foods we should just stop eating, we work to obediently avoid those foods with his strength, not our own. This is how you walk in the spirit in your faith on your weight loss journey. And when you feel like a cheating thought enters your pretty little mind or you find yourself tempted, know that it is not God tempting you. He's not going to suddenly allow you to go off of the narrow path without consequence. It is your sin nature trying to take the lead. So I encourage you to realize that you cannot, ah, you cannot serve two masters here. You either serve your flesh or you serve the spirit even on your weight loss journey. Your strength, your true strength to overcome this cycle of defeat is found in your spirit. Don't doubt God. 
he will help you. But you need to practice asking him for help. Identify your meal plan and use all of the tools that I've shared all over my podcast and through my blog or inside the Seekers Method to activate your, your obedience. So again, Romans 14, 23 or 22 says that blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing what they feel is right. Lean on God, lean on God more and you will be blessed. I mean, doesn't that feel better than guilt and doubt? Defeat doubt in weight loss. Listen for conviction in your spirit and let that guide your steps as you practice being obedient, even in weight loss.